The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. I mean, I'm just saying, with the, when it comes down to it, the bottom yes. line is, I think if I go in there with the right approach, and clearly I'm going to be dressed to the nines because these are very fancy people. Let's that be honest, be in you'll there. be dressed to the threes. Uh, no. The, no, I can do a solid five. I mean, well, I mean that's true because I don't know exactly what a nine is I'm on. I'm thinking an ascot of some kind and maybe a uh, maybe a little hat to go with it. I definitely need a little hat. Oh, but the bottom line is, if I can work this out, Greg, you know that Cruz ascot little hat. Everyone's gonna think you're just my my little gay bro. Well, I'm not hanging out with you. Nate. That's not what I meant. I just want to steer the ship. That's all I want to do. You want to wear an ascot and a tiny hat. Okay, maybe I don't know what an ascot yes. is. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. We have so much to talk about today, but first off, I want to say thank you to everyone who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com. And clicks on the Audible link, because if you do that, you can sign up for a free trial and get not one, but two free audiobooks. I am in the midst of it, if I listen to Audible, um, when I do listen to Audible, which I have been, I'm listening to Mr. Mercedes, which is traumatizing. Yes, we're on our Stephen King Jesus, kick. It is very, very traumatizing. Greg has read this one. I, um, I am about a quarter of the way through. And holy Batman, like, it is terrifying and wrong. Yeah. And I forget about that because when you get to the end of a Stephen King novel, you're like, wow, this is so well written and so well pieced together. You forget about like the horrible little bits that make the story uh-huh. and it just makes you feel dirty. Yeah. There's like, but it's, I can't put it down. Yeah. Like I, I'm listening to it I constantly. Have, I have listened to it. Yep. It is, uh, it is uh, absolutely terrifying, but it is still is fun. Um, it's being asked in the live chat for the Fun Employment Ready Supporters Club by Carrie. Uh, just ask Greg, are you into the second one? Yep. I'm about halfway through Finders Keepers. In the Bill Hodges trilogy, which Mr. Mercedes is number one. Okay. And it's, um, it's, it's different. It's different than the first one. I don't even know where it's going. And so, you're halfway through and you still I'm halfway know? through. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. So uh, we're going to uh, – I, I enjoy it. But you can go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Audible link and pick out whatever books you want. Two for free. Yes. Just for you don't have to job. be broken like us. And you don't have to. Horrible. You can listen to uplifting things, maybe things <laughs> yes. that don't keep you up at all night uh, and not sleeping. All right. So yes. – um, Let's get back to what we're, we're talking about here, though, at the beginning. And that is this. In case you missed our announcement yesterday, Sarah, myself, and a few other people are going to be heading out of town starting next, uh, well, I guess next Thursday, which would be Thursday, September 6th yes. through the 14th, because we're going on a cruise. A <gasps> on cruise one of those cruises. Ship. Like, we're going on a cruise ship. Like, when An you say cruise, cruise ship. nobody understands what you mean. Cause, like, oh, really? It's, well, no. I mean, when I tell people, I'm like, I'm going on a cruise, like, like a like, like what kind cruise? of cruise? I'm like, no, we're going on the, like one of those big freaky boats that yeah. like has all the stuff, and then you just like it's like a floating building, and you go around hoping that some epidemic doesn't break out on there while you're in there. Oh, let me tell you, I've got some facts for you that we may talk about here in just a little That's bit. That's not that. necessary. Uh, there are some things you will need to be concerned with because, as you know, myself uh, being an experienced cruiser, because uh, I've gone once when I was 20, and I. I I think I know a little bit more about it, but the, here's the thing, though, and I feel like it's fun to explain to you some of the different things that go so on. So it was half your life ago that you went to one of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm an expert. So here's the thing. Part of the cruise lifestyle is that there are formal dinners, and this is true. There's, like, formal dinners where you go sit down. It's, like, multi-courses, and there's also a captain's happy hour where 
I don't think everybody gets to go into these things, but if you play your cards right, you can go to it, where you hang out with the captain and have happy hour. So you know that I'll be doing that. Um, I will figure out how I'm going to get in there. You but the absolutely bottom line won't, but you know, for, you know for a fact that I will at least be attending one, if not several, captain's happy hours. Several captain's happy hours. How are you going to manage that? I'm going to be the favorite. <laughs> the favorite of who? Of the captain. Of the ladies? Of the captain's ladies? Of the ca- Does he have ladies? I don't know. I mean, he's a captain of the ship. I assume, you know, he walks around with his little hat you on. No, are cruise ship captains different than, like, um, I don't know, because we have friends who are, like, river pilots and friends, you know, who drive, yeah. and I know people who, like, drive ferries, like... Yeah. What kind of what is a cruise ship? And I've also watched Below Deck, which is that reality <laughs> well, show well, about. But that's right like, but that's yachts. Yeah. So I've seen like the captains on those. Like, what is, what are yacht or you know cruise captains like? Well, I are mean, they very it, fancy? Do so they have like jaunty caps? Here's the thing about a cruise ship. It is an actual ship. I mean, it's it's a real legitimate ship. So I don't know how you think it gets steered. Um, yes, there's an actual captain of the ship who's in charge of everything. Now, how much time he spends actually, you know, I'm assuming in my mind there's a giant wheel that they spin and that's how they uh, do everything. I think most of it's computers now, but... Um, All I picture is like the captain from Titanic who's going to go down with the ship. Yeah, there's, I think you hold on to, to that wheel. Yeah, that's that's right. what, absolutely what you're supposed to. Yeah. Now, a couple of things that are coming through on the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. Mike just said cruise ship captains are constantly drunk. All right. So I don't know. I don't know if that's how It doesn't how that go works. very fast, right? Uh, it goes pretty fast, what yeah. If well, what if there are icebergs? We're going from... From Seattle to the base of mainland Alaska, basically, in seven days on the water while also making stops all along the way, you go pretty fast. They're going pretty fast. But he's going to be drunk? I don't know if he's going to be drunk. This is what Mike in the chat said. I can't can't verify that Mike in the chat knows for sure. But, you know, they do have these happy hour things. And where if you go to the happy hours, it's like the high society of the cruise ship. Because you've got to look at it this way. When you're on the cruise ship... And this, maybe you can compare it to the Titanic. You know, there's the lower end people, and then there's the, the higher end people. The people who pay more and have, like, the fancy, like, there are fancy, like, two-story rooms that you can get. Oh, wait, so, people, so it's going to be tiered. Are we, like, in steerage? We're not in steerage, but we did. We are on a deal. Are we? <laughs> I mean, it was a <laughs> I deal, know. you know? I, if, if I could afford it, yes, yeah, it's a deal. It's a deal. Um, but, I mean, it was a good deal. So we're, deal. like, we're lower middle class, maybe? I mean, if it, there has to be a hierarchy. I would say yes, that's about where we're at. Because there has to be a hierarchy. I mean, I am, um, like, all my ship knowledge goes back to Titanic. We can look at the, we're not below the water. So that's a good thing. Are some we're of them below the water? The water? Yeah. Creepy. I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah Ew. The uh-huh. you, they float below the water? Well, we're, are we below the water? We're not below oh, we the water. we have different rooms. Like, am I, am, are you sure? Are we on the same level? No, we're all on the same level. Okay, I don't want to be below the water. I think. I mean, maybe, like, opposite sides. I don't want to look at, oh, God. I don't remember exactly where they are, but, yeah. We're, um, but we're above the water. You're sure? Yes. It was part of the reason it was such a good deal. Okay. But <laughs> here's the thing. I don't, that sounds like, okay. oh my God, that's like, a, have, that is like a trip. That's like a haunted house. And I Tens know. a thousand looking out the, like the port, the portal or whatever it is, like that circle window. And yeah. just seeing no, water out there. No, that's what it is. It's a little portal and we're like right above the oh, water and you look at the little portal. No. You know, sometimes if it lists, you know, the water might come up and like splash over it. Because when you get out in the sea, I mean, it can list like 45 degrees left and it right. It cannot. It's too big. It can, no, it'll list like about 45 degrees. It does something like list forth. like you know what, exactly what that means. It'll swerve about 45 degrees. How no, much do it's gonna be, cruise Sarah, ships wobble? It's, as long as we don't get a big storm, which you never know when those could happen, especially on where we're sailing, we should be fine. So, um, so here's what's, <laughs> what's going to be going on. 
there's a few things I think you really need to know. Like, I want to walk you through it. I want to answer some of your questions that you might have about it as well. So the, the captain's dinner is my main goal. I want to get up to where the captain's wheel is, and I want what to turn the ship What in God's green earth while. would you actually have to talk to a captain of a cruise ship about? Um, a, uh, how, how far have you sailed? Or, or driven your ship. He's not a sailor. Even how I know far that. have He's you driven captain. your ship before? Um, what's the longest you've you've gone? Um, what's your favorite port? Uh, how many? Do you have a dame in every port? What's the drunkest you've ever been while piloting the ship? You know, I'll ask him different things like that. And you know, what's your? Like, favorite I'm sure he's really going to open up to you. Yeah. Well, we'll be buddies before I know it. See, because I'm sure. What's they your favorite like scotch, Greg? I like all of them. <laughs> I'm a fan of the whole catalog. <laughs> Whatever you're drinking, I'm drinking. Um, uh, ben is saying uh, the boats of the cruise ships are now designed to be unsinkable and aren't made of rivets and iron plates anymore. But you know what? The Titanic was also designed to be unsinkable. Okay, here's the other thing. Quite honestly, they have <laughs> they have gone aground before. There was a big one that happened in Italy a few years ago. Oh my god, I just I forgot about that. Where it, uh, eh, some people didn't make it out. The cruise, the the guy wasn't paying attention and he got too close to the shore and he the tipped drunk it captain. Over. Yeah, and it tipped over onto its it side. It tipped? Yeah, there's video of it, and then that big fire erupted on it. That's actually true. That did happen, and that was just a few years ago. So, Oh, my God. Most likely, though, the worst thing that's going to happen to us is there's going to be a, um, some kind of disease outbreak. Because that's, that's what will probably happen. That actually happened to my friend Sandy. She was on a cruise, and uh-huh. there was some sort of... Um, like outbreak of something uh-huh. like it wasn't like she didn't get it, but there was something on the ship. And so they weren't able to stop in any of the ports that they were supposed to because they wouldn't let anybody off the ship. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like not fun. Yeah. So she was stuck on the ship. They were stuck on the ship for like 10 days. Yeah. See, that's when things start overflowing. And then, the, you know, the, the disease this, outbreaks. The food starts to run yeah, out. Yeah. And then, you know, you have to get port, you want to get to the higher to the levels because the lower levels will turn into because it's sea law. So you can kind of do whatever you want. Oh, um, my God. But what? what There's you, a picture of the cruise ship on its side. That is, yeah, and that's about the size of the cruise ship that we're going to be on. Too. Jesus Christ! Okay. I mean, that's the thing. You do have to worry about that. Um, but assuming that doesn't happen, because I'll I be just walk out around with, with my life vest on the whole time. You can. You can certainly do can that. Can I wear I, my life vest to I formal would say dinner? A life, I would say wear water wings to the formal dinner. Okay. At least just have the water wings on. You know, so you can have those those on there. Yeah. God. Also, I watched. Uh, you know what you should I do. Also, when I was way too young, I watched uh, the what was it? The Great Poseidon Adventure. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh-huh. original one where the boat flips upside down and they're all trying to like climb. Oh um, God. Oh, I didn't realize that I'm kind of scared of this. Well, you always got to have a strategy. I mean, you got to know that. You got to got to have a strategy. That's why I'm going to make good friends with the captain, people. and he's going to put me into the into the fancy place. The captain goes down with the ship. That's not where you want to be when that happens. I think that was so, like. Uh, I mean, do you think that they still do? Well, they should. If the whole thing's going down, yeah, they're supposed to be the last one off. Yeah. I mean, if he's an honorable captain, as though I know anything about it. So there's there's that stuff, kind of stuff to worry about. I mean, and, and here's, you know, a few different things that I think you should be concerned with. Um, you know, one, that have a have a plan, have a strategy of basically you're fighting against everybody else on there if something goes wrong. So no, I know. Is. I remember in Titanic when they're like fighting over life vests and getting in the boats and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's exactly like that when that happens. I mean, because there's only so many lifeboats. Like there's only so many life vests. There are no, plenty. They're required of- to carry enough to save 75% of the crew according to, to maritime law. You're such a but liar. But 25% is considered expendable. I'm not expendable. that gullible. Like sometimes you can No, that's absolutely not true. I know that they have more than enough. 25% is considered expendable. Well, do you want to know some cruise facts because I did pull up a few okay. um, that I thought maybe I could share with you. 
you know, and let you know about them. Um, Is it going to be good things? No, why am I even asking that? Most cruise ships do not have a deck 13 due to uh, superstition. So like in hotels. Yes. But even if you're on... Even if you're on floor 14, you know that you're really on 13. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just... That's I don't know which one we're on. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, cruise ships are sometimes uh, subject to pirates. Pirates do target cruise ships. Like, actual pirates. Like, modern-day pirates. They target cruise ships. Because it's easy, easy money. Right, well, they also have, like, security guards and people on there, right? Yeah, but, you know, we're basically, you know, just a floating resort out there. So if somebody wanted to sidle on up... Yeah, but we're going to Alaska, it's not like we're going, you know, to some know. like tropical. Alaska, exactly. It's not very populated in Alaska, so. You but this know, is a very popular for... cruise. I mean, I know people have gone on, and they said that it's like a magical cruise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But pirates know that too. So I'm just saying, there's lots of alcoves. Alaskan where pirates. Can pirates. Hide. There's lots of places where they can hide. I mean, there are some terrifying people in Alaska, but. Well, let me tell you a couple other things. Where we are going, of course, we'll be going by Vancouver Island as part of this Alaskan cruise. So for anybody who doesn't know, so it's going from Seattle to Ketchikan to Juneau, to a glacier, to Skagway, back to Victoria. That's kind of the path. I think that's it's generally that path. Um, now, one thing to be concerned with is you may have heard of the feet that wash up in Vancouver. Oh, my God. Yeah, the running shoe feet. Yes. So one of the theories is because of the passengers that fall off of these Alaskan cruises, that that's part of where those are coming from. Because there's an average, I think, of, I think it's 10 to 15 a year, fall off on the Alaskan cruises. They do and not, are but I do know that somebody just fell off of a cruise. Unrecoverable. They and they were fu- they were recovered just fine. Um, Wasn't she like floating for like 10 hours yeah, though or something? Yeah, that did happen. Yeah. And that just yeah. happened like last week. I'm yeah, like, was, "Oh, great." That was near like Croatia or something I thought it was. Um, anyway. Okay. You want some real facts? Actually, there is something. This I will give you some true stuff. Some like good stuff? Well, true things. Um, cruise ships have morgues. I would imagine that, but they have prisons too. Yeah, uh, there are prisons. <laughs> According to this, uh, the this is this is insider dot com. Um, lots of people die on cruise ships. I would picture it makes a lot of elderly people take mm-hmm. cruises, don't they? Yep, there's a lot of old people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean that makes yep. sense. Mm-hmm. So lots of people die. But it's like some like mm-hmm. yeah, like murder boat or something. I know. Uh, well, probably... fire and explosions can and have happened. That fire and explosions happen, can and have happened everywhere. Okay. Uh, another thing, the food, imagine this, all the food that's on there has been on there for a couple of weeks. So keeping it fresh may not be the freshest by the time you get towards the end. But what if, like, when we dock and stuff in Alaska, don't they, like, restock the food? No. They don't? No, no I don't think so. No, I think it's whatever's on there. So don't eat seafood is what you're saying. I'm just saying. Be careful. Uh, also. Wait, really? I was looking forward to eating seafood. Should no, I not yes, eat seafood? Yes, of course eat the seafood. Oh. We're at sea. Of course we're, there's got to be good seafood. Okay. Um, this is true, though. Nearly 300 people have fallen overboard on cruises since the year 2000. That's actually a fact. All right, 20 years. 300 people. Okay, that's a few people. 300 people have fallen off. Um, Jesus. Okay, so I'm just not getting anywhere close to yeah. the railing. Bed bugs and other pests often find their way on board. Okay, that's not cool. When ships lose power, it also affects the sewage system. This is just a list of different facts here that I'm taking a look at. Like, is there anything good about this? Maybe it's kind of sounding like like I wasted my money. (laughs) No, it is awesome. Okay, I'm done with your scary facts. That was the scary facts. No, it is fun. Um, A few things, though, that that you will... um, Oh, so many Lifetime movies. Courtney's asking how many um, Lifetime movies took place on cruise ships. Oh, my God. So many. A lot of them. No, it's going to be fun. Here's the thing. There's like 
12 different bars on the one we're going on. I have no idea how many different restaurants. Uh, we're going to have to go to all of them. We are, I'm going to go to formal dinner. At least one night, I'm going to the formal dinner. Well, yeah, I'll do that. And I'm going to sit there and have a 12-course or whatever it is they do. I don't know how it how works. How do you possibly eat that much food? I don't know. I, it's, I think it's like little portions. I mean, it's not like... Oh, 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 I've worked parties where they do that, where it's just like um, some sort of like seaweed cracker with like a little squirt of something on it. And it's just like, and this is... Uh, wow, you really describe food amazingly. Thank you. It's a seaweed cracker with a little squirt of something on it. Mm-hmm. You should really I feel write. like I should write for a food magazine. You, sh- you really should. You ha- might have that kind of, um, you know... That kind of future waiting for That's you. why they never let me deal with the hors d'oeuvres, because I'm like, like, what is this? I'm like, I don't know. Well, it's, it's like a thing. You know, put a little squirt of something on there. <laughs> Ranch or something. I don't know. You want it or not. <laughs> yeah, I'm really not good at describing things that I don't understand. <laughs> so I like mispronounce things a lot. Okay. Yeah, I'm not given that job. Yeah, I can understand why. Yeah. You know, you're good at, you're good at your... All right, so there, so there are bars, there's restaurants. There are bars, there's restaurants, there's casino, there's pools. There's, there's... casino? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like? Like a casino. It's okay. out at sea because that is one thing, and this is true. Um, since you're out at sea, you know, the drinking age goes to 18 because that's the cruise ship Oh, policy. God, are there going to be a bunch of drunk teenagers? Uh, yeah, although the time of year we're going may not, may not be too bad, but yes, I'm yeah. sure there will be some. Yeah. Um, although... I'm going to guess on this one, our group may be on the younger side of this cruise. I think it's a lot of older people. So we could be like the hip young people that everybody's like clamoring for. What? You know, Wait, we're like clamoring the, for? It sounds well, like, they, like they're going to rent us or something. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, there's some older people on there. You know, I may find a sugar mama for the week. Oh, I might find a sugar daddy. It's like, you look just like my late wife, Edith. <laughs> In 1932. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, so this is something that could happen. We have to learn how to play um, shuffleboard. And those kinds of things, which actually that sounds fun. There's shuffleboard? Yeah, I do want to play shuffleboard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going to play shuffle, Like the big shuffleboard. Are there like pools? There's pools, right? There's lots of pools. There's lots of pools. Um, Carrie's saying, I bet you get propositioned. I don't know whether that's me or her, but, um, you know, hey, 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 ladies. Um, let's see. I've, Courtney says, I've heard the Alaskan cruises are on the older side, which, by the way, if you are listening to the show and you've done this cruise and you have any tips, please uh, let us know. We're actually going to be having our buddy Caleb Dennison in. Uh, next week, because Caleb worked on cruises. Oh, yeah. Caleb actually worked on cruises. He's going to give us some of the, some more inside information about uh, about cruises. Probably, like, the dirty details that we need to find out. Like, when I went on mine, I will say it was fun. I'd made friends with some of the security guards. That was a, that was a big help for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, and then, yeah, you find, like, you know, you're just nice to people. You know, you tip and do all that stuff. But, ew, ew, there's some things that... Uh, Oh, God, I didn't even want to... Okay, anyway. Um, what? Oh, no. Uh, John said, you guys should keep scoring who gets invited to the most geriatric threesomes. Oh, that'd probably be Greg. You'd probably me. What the yeah. ladies are like, give such pretty curly hair. It probably would be me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a fun. It's going to be a good time. Also, though, you know, uh, don't be surprised if there's like a wedding. Don't be surprised if there's, you know, some kind of bachelor party or bachelorette party thing going on there. Maybe not on the Alaska cruise. I don't know. Okay. And plus, when we get to port, you can't miss the ship. You cannot miss it. The- they will leave without you. That's true. They will absolutely I remember leave reading about you. that. There's like, they're, they don't wait for anybody. Like they leave on the dot. They are not joking about that. Yeah. Yeah, you cannot be late. Because they all, they'll be like, nope, see ya. And I just had to go stuck. to the bathroom. Too bad you're stuck in Alaska And then now. you're stuck in Juneau forever. Right. No, you can live. never come back. You can never come back. Yeah. You're stuck there forever, and that's where you have to live now. So that these are a few things. Or you get stuck in Victoria, then you're a fugitive, and you know all kinds of different things. You're you're in the country illegally. Like lots of bad things could happen there, for you. So 
anyway, just a few things to keep keep in mind. Uh, we've got lots more stuff that we can talk about with the cruise ship, so I will keep filling you full of information to help you. And ease then I'm going to do my own research on this. But then I also will probably remember though, ten to fifteen people will fall off, and they don't per they don't like have time. year. It's but not going to be. In the, that's like drunken fast, Caribbean, like you know, people like dancing fast around. That there. ship is going. I mean, that's the thing. It's going really fast. It can't just like turn around and go get you. Like you got to. I mean. Chances are pretty slim, really. Okay. Well, I'm just not um, going to get close to the edge. Okay. All right. That's not going to happen. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. That's the information that I have for you. Thank so, you, Greg. Yes. Was there something that you wanted to talk about? Well, I do have a brief world of crazy. Do you? Okay. Yeah, yeah should I do, do that one? Yeah, let's do world of crazy. All right. Or did I miss something on your list? I don't know. You're so crazy. You're terrible. Yeah. You're terrible with the list. Whew. Hello, my friends. Oh. oh, wow. Also, Don't. I'm going to say I'm on a, a, a very little sleep. I couldn't sleep last night. Cool story, bro. Yeah, I know. It's real exciting. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. For my world of crazy today, I do have but one story for you, but I believe that it is a good one. And this is out of Canada. Which I had not expected it to be out of. I, I, this is very seemed this seemed very American. Um, I did not see this coming that she was from Canada, but alas, she is. And this is okay. about a young woman, only identified as Susan. Okay. A Can- the, uh, Susan. Susan. A disgruntled bride to be has revealed on the internets that she was forced to cancel her extravagant fairy tale wedding after her guests refused to pay. $1,500 a piece each to attend her wedding. $1,500. $1,500. She was charging admission to the wedding? Charging admission to her wedding. This woman's name is Susan. By all accounts, this has tried to be debunked, but it seems very, It seems like it's, it's true. This has been a few days old now. Um, so the Canadian bride, who was only known as Susan, was due to tie the knot with her childhood sweetheart in a lavish $60,000 wedding. Who spends that much on a wedding? But the couple decided to call off the ceremony just four days before exchanging their vows after they struggled to foot the bill. While taking to Facebook to explain their decision, which is always a great idea. Oh, yeah. The furious bride no more blamed her family and friends for the breakdown of her relationship as she vented her frustration in a lengthy post. She charged them $1,500 a person? She tried to. Yeah. So now Is for it this a destination or something. Let me tell Even you. Even then, it. fifteen. No. Yes. So I do have the Facebook post, and I decided I wanted to take it upon myself to do a dramatic reading of Canadian Susan's disappointment in her family and friends as they would not fund her dream wedding. Canadian Susan. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna read her Facebook post. I have it all here. Okay. Dear friends, this is her actual post. Okay. It comes with great sadness that I am announcing the cancellation of my wedding. I apologize for canceling only four four days beforehand. Unfortunately, Tom and I have broken up due to some recent irreparable problems. We have decided to end our relationship and not go forth with any future proceedings. However, we are remaining civil and are still a team for our son. They have a chat. After hours of tears, mental exhaustion, and even disassociation, I have come to this decision... And in one hour after posting the status, I'm going to delete my Facebook. Social media has caused me only paranoia 
and toxicity. I will be spending these next two months backpacking in South America, exploring my soul and ridding myself of toxic energy brought on by my friends and family. The ones who I thought I could trust the most. Wait a minute. If she's posting this on Facebook, who's she posting it to? Isn't Hence, it your friends and family? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hence, I will be out of the country for all of October and November. Please don't contact me. When I'm ready, I may make a new Facebook and add friends and family that haven't fucking stabbed me in the back. <laughs> wow. How did this all come crashing down? Well, I mean, how do people just not... How come they're not clamoring to be your friend? I, I mean, I can't believe if you it. saw that, wouldn't you just be like, I'm so sorry, here's $1,500. How did this all come crashing down? Well, I invite you all on Facebook, players, bystanders, and side characters, and the people of the people in my life to take seat and listen. You're all involved somehow. Somehow everyone is wrapped into this mess. Even if you weren't invited to my wedding, I don't care. You might hear of the drama. I'd rather you hear it from me. I'm not asking for sympathy. I just want you to hear my story. <laughs> Before I begin my mini-novel, I invite all of you, including the assholes who have ruined my marriage and life, to put yourself in my shoes. For once, let me take the stage and let, my, and let me voice the most painful few months of my life. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is the worst part of her life, is this. At first, okay. things were a fairy tale. I met the love of my life at just 14. We were both young, but somehow we just knew we were meant to be. We worked on my family's farm together, and each warm summer we spent in the fields together, our love grew deeper and deeper. Fast forward to high school, we were strong all four years. He put a ring on my finger when I was 18, worth nearly $5,000. We put everything on the line for each other. Everything. Who buys a $5,000 ring at 18? Yeah, that's, uh, well, I think she's showing that money isn't everything except for when, you know, you don't want to give it to her. Why doesn't she sell the ring then? Well, we put everything on. The, they put everything on the line for each other. Everything, Greg. Okay. We both sorry, chose sorry to, to attend the same community college and work full time in order to build our dream. We spent most of our days, uh, most of our days, by each other's sides. Uh, let's see, by each other's sides. I will always be thankful for that. Fast forward a few years, and I was twenty. Yeah, she's really good at math. Um, I realized I was pregnant with my first. We were elated, tearful, thankful to God for this gift. After giving birth to Declan, I knew the next step would be to focus on my career and become financially stable. My ex did the same. We saved and we saved. I was in love. I was happy. I was looking forward to life. We continued working and even got our degree. It was hard, yes, but so blissfully worth it. So this is all, this is all in a Facebook post still? We managed to save up to $15,000 for a wedding. Since our love was like a fairy tale, we wanted an extravagant blowout wedding, one where our son could be included. We started touring venues and were torn between two. Wait. A local psychic told us to go with the more expensive option, and we thought, why the hell not? Okay, a couple of things here. One, why does it matter? Her son can't be very old in this situation. Why would her son not be allowed at the wedding? Is it I a wedding without know. children? Do you have I, to pay more to have children I, at a wedding? Apparently, they must be more than fifteen hundred dollars. Every wedding I've been to seems to be kids are usually allowed. Yeah. Uh, also, um, <laughs> a psychic told them. Does this psychic also happen to be a wedding planner? <laughs> it also who also owns investment a venue in the property. A, yeah. yes. <laughs> a local psychic told us to pick the more expensive option, <laughs> a and we local thought, psychic. "Why the hell not? We just needed a little push." <laughs> Our dream wedding amounted to $60,000, all included with flights to Aruba. All we asked for was a teensy help from our friends and family to make it happen. Now here, 
Now here she goes. I specifically, all caps, and I mean specifically, asked for cash gifts. I mean, how could we have our heading that I a wedding that I've dreamed of without the proper funding? We sacrificed so much over the years and only asked each guest for around $1,500. We talked to a few people who even promised us more to make our dream come true. My maid of honor, who shall not be named, pledged $5,000 along with her planning services. We tearfully thanked her and accepted. My ex's family offered to contribute $3,000, so our request for $1,500 for the other guests was clearly not fucking out of the ordinary. Like, we made it clear if you couldn't contribute, you were invited to our exclusive wedding. It's a a once-in-a-lifetime party. So we sent on our RSVPs and only eight people replied and sent us a check. (laughs) We were fucking livid. (laughs) How was this supposed to happen without a little help from our friends to make matters worse? My ex's family took back their offer. Suddenly more people backed out, including the fucking maid of honor, my best friend since childhood, my second family. (laughs) I was so shocked and tearful to make matters worse. Worse, it was only a month before the wedding. To cancel everything would have been more than $5,000. Desperately, we resent our invites, asking people to donate what they could. I mean, seriously, people, what is $1,000? What is $1,500? It's clearly not a lot. It's quite manageable and within your budget. I've heard people asking for worse. Within your budget. We also set up a GoFundMe. That only got us $250. At this point, we were exhausted and tired. I yelled at my ex. I became unraveled. I realized that my dream wedding was becoming a nightmare. And then it got worse. My ex came into the room and offered me a Vegas wedding. I I laughed in his face, but he was dead serious. He wanted those cheap, raggedy, filthy whores like Vegas weddings. I mean, (laughs) what the fuck? Was he out of his mind? And I some trashy piece of shit? A piece of trash? A hooker? Am I supposed to like the idea of getting married in the heart of shady gamblers, alcoholics, and the get-rich-fast fallacy? Suddenly, my body began to shake as I entered a panic attack. Susan's like really feeling this. Cheap horror weddings? Is that what she. Yeah, cheap horror weddings. My ex left the room and didn't apologize for his horrid suggestion. I then called my maid of honor and cried my eyes out. Instead of sympathy, I was told that I was asking for way too much and I should stick to my budget. I mean, no words can describe how could someone who offered me thousands of fucking dollars then deny me my promised money and then tell me that my dream is not worth it. She knows my fucking dream is a blowout wedding. I just wanted to be a Kardashian for a day and then live my life like normal. I called her a filthy fucking poor excuse of her friend and hung up. Wow. She then blocked me on all social media. Rumors swirled. I received anonymous threats. My ex stayed out later and later, and I had a feeling he was cheating on me. Received anonymous threats. Who's yes. who are the anonymous threats coming from? Uh, the, that from somebody's going people. out of their way to anonymously threaten her. <laughs> threaten her by oh, you're crazy. Stay away. Her bridesmaids, uh, my bridesmaids, then climbed into the boat with my maid of honor and dissed me. They essentially told me I was crazy. They asked for their deposits back, so I said, fuck you. I refused to give it back until they can pay me back for the emotional distress they caused me. My ex started to talk to my maid of honor and gossip about me behind my back. I overheard him talking in the basement when he called me a stuck-up bitch. (laughs) Anyway... I am oh exhausted. I'm bone tired. My heart is not the same. It is stone cold, fragmented, empty. 
I need to get away from this awful society. How hard would it have been to just fucking donate, friends? Do I matter to you? Just fucking give me money for my wedding. I won't even <laughs> sugarcoat. I won't even pretend that that's not what I wanted. It was for a dream. I was stabbed, cheated on, and betrayed. Goodbye. I'll see you in two months. Friendly reminder to you. You assholes. <laughs> Don't think you own me. I am cutting all of you snakes off. I am living my life alone now. I only let in those I believe to have good intentions. XOXO. And then there are two comments below that. And it says, the first one says, I have no words. You are out of your mind, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Susan, what the fuck? <laughs> and then the other one says, what happened to you? Who, on, who in the hell expects that amount of money? So Susan is now going on her own great adventure into the great unknown. No friends, no family to give her her dreams. Yet she still has enough money to go backpacking in South America for like weeks. The what money that she won't give back to her bridesmaids that she stole from them. I'm sure that's it. You're right. Plus she also has a kid. You're right. So she has like a three-year-old kid that she's just going to leave, leave for two months and just go backpacking. Because she's got to find herself, Sarah. All right. So in a turn of events, someone claiming to be Susan's cousin said that the Facebook status is actually true. And the bride, it was only up for about 15 minutes before people got multiple screen caps because that's what any good person does. And she had been drinking while writing it. Yeah. But yes. Still. Um, yeah. So the person says, clearly she has entitlement issues, but I've never known her to be this obnoxious. Honestly, over the years, she's been nice and overall sweet. No red flags came to mind. She has humble beginnings and has been working on her parents' farm since she was young. The cousin went on to say that she believes Susan needs to take time to reevaluate herself in her life. And she hopes for her healing and recovery because she wasn't raised to be like this. And she does say, on a final note, I understand everyone's valid concern about her going backpacking through Europe and leaving her son for two months. However, nobody believes she's actually going to South America. Or excuse me, South America. The woman has never even been outside of the United States. Wait, so she's U.S. or she's Canadian? Oh, it says she's Canadian, but it says outside of the U.S. So maybe they're just talking about North America. Like... I don't know. It says Canadian. That's confusing. That is confusing, actually. Greg, you might have caught, like, an untruth. Greg, you might have caught it. You might have solved it. Canada is hoping so hard that she's yes. not Canadian right now. She's, she has to be American. There's she, no way she's It seems like Canadian. a very American thing to do, but... Um, Plus, I was looking, actually, at the spelling, too, to see if there's, like, O-U-R's or anything. And it looks... I mean, it's spelled, like, American versions, like, oh, most boy. of the stuff. So anyway, so if you hear anybody talking about Canadian Susan and you feel like feeling sad for somebody today, keep her in your thoughts. Wow. Some people do have it rough. Think of Canadian Susan. That's your world of crazy. <sighs> oh, it's being said USA was their only non-Canada country. Okay. Okay, that's the only place she's that been to besides sense. Canada. That would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, that's just a really real bummer, you know? I don't even know how I'd respond if somebody was asking me to pay to go. That's just um, no. bonkers. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> it's, a no. <laughs> it's a hard no. I don't even think anybody would ask me for that. I mean, because I'm no. I'm not going to give you $1,500. And that would just, that's just putting everybody in awkward position. I mean, yeah, no normal person way, would do that. I think that's why that's a story because nobody, everyone is like, who the fuck would ask somebody for that amount of money or any money? Like, if one of my friends like, hey, it's $50 to go to my wedding, I'd be like, oh, I'm totally busy that day. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. 
<laughs> what day was it? Oh, yeah. That it oh, was. no. Oh, that day. Oh, man. Oh, you mean the other? Oh, I'm busy that one, too. Yeah. Okay. Whoopsie daisy. All right. Well, we do have a couple of special birthdays for two of the craziest people I've ever met in my life and yeah. two of my dearest friends. Yes. That is funny. Just your friends. Just Sarah's friends. Just my friends, yeah, not Greg's. Apparently, I, I don't know them at Greg all. Greg doesn't know them at all. Only Sarah's that friends. That is funny that two of our favorite, like, bonkers, batshit crazy people are born so close together. Yeah. <laughs> There's something in the air. There is something. All right. All first right. off, from yesterday, yes. we need to say happy birthday to Jay. Jay, Daryl, you are one of my favorite humans, you crazy bastard. Happy, happy birthday. <laughs> happy Sarah birthday to you. I takes one to no one. <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Jay was actually one of the first people I met when I moved here. I've known, yeah, I think I, I met him like the year after I moved here. Wow. Yep. That's my story. All right, it was a good one. Yeah, and also actually our next one too. I've actually known him for almost as long. And we want to wish a very happy birthday, Greg. You take the cake. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday to Tuggy! Tuggy! We're so happy you were born. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot, Hot damn, damn right. right. Um, of note, I already bought Tuggy a birthday shot, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> oh, so he doesn't get to celebrate again? No. Well, not. No, I just, I, I no. already bought him a shot. Oh. So. <laughs> Okay, Just, great. You know, per the birthday rules. Yes, I know that. Yeah, Jay, I still owe one too. You absolutely but, yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, also, so it's being asked for next week, our schedule for next week. It shows on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday, Tuesday will be normal times. Wednesday will be an earlier show. Because I got to catch a train to Seattle. Yeah. Uh, but we're not quite done yet because mm. I do need to give an update because yes. people keep asking about Black's Best Services. Yes, and big thank you to sponsor. Derek who came and hung out with us at the Brewer's Cup on Sunday. Absolutely. So Black's Pest Services, blackspestservices.com. Um, so people have been asking for the updates about my rats. Which let me tell you, it is kind of funny when, uh, like at the Brewers Cup this last weekend, because there were people that don't know about the rats. You know, like some of the brewers and stuff, they don't, some of them, you know, don't really know us. And I was having people come up, so what's going on with your rats? And, <laughs> and then there'd be these random people like, huh, why is it, he's got rats so bad everybody knows about it? Well, oh, yeah, God. I know, I know. It's like, so, so you still got rats? No, but here's the update. Oh, God, you are like the dirty guy. I know. The dirty rat guy. I t- totally. <laughs> uh, but no more thanks to Black's Best Services. So uh, Derek's been coming out. He's got the traps out there. And we went and took a look at him on Friday. And it appears there has been no rat activity. However, there's mice now. <laughs> so oh. <laughs> like, Well, they're cute. That's better. Oh, no. They're, no, I don't like them. But they are better than rats. Um, so it looks like there's some mice activity. And so um, he also said that They've got to come back out again anyway in just a little, uh, like a few weeks to wait for the possible new the cycle gestation. of rats yes. to come out. So uh, we'll be doing that. But either way, they, uh, yeah, they're on it and taking care of it for me. So they really do work. And if you need any, if you own any kind of property, Black's Pest Services, I'm telling you, give them a call. Yeah. Have them come out. Take so anything a look. from critters Free. to bugs, like. Any like wings, tails, free anything. for them to come out. Also, if you ever find like a you, you see some weird bug, you're like, what? What the hell is this bug? Take a picture and send it to them. Oh. They'll identify it for you. Like They'll that tell June you exactly bug what thing it is. that fell on my head. Oh, whoa, that was so They'll creepy. know exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. So call them 503-723-7957. Blackspestservices.com. Bada bing, bada boom. No. No, no, no. Also, if anybody has a tree trimming service and um, 
you'd like to contact me. Yes, Greg. Need. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Send me an email. <laughs> Greg would really appreciate that. Give me a call. Tony says you do know Monday is a holiday. I forgot about that. So Oh, yeah. So next week, Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, and then best of. Uh, Sarah's going to be making a post on Facebook asking for your favorite episodes, yep. favorite segments that we've done over the last couple of years. We're going to have a couple of different things that we're doing for best ofs, but uh, we would really like your help because it helps. We don't always. Oh, because we want to put something. We don't out. always know. We don't want you. We don't want you to forget about us when we're on vacation. Please don't forget about us. Don't forget about us. We just us. wanted to take a break. That's all it is. I mean, it's going to be a really, be a really busy winter, so we just kind of wanted, wanted to, to take go a break. And we haven't ever taken a break. I've like never this been on a, a cruise ship before, and I'm just now I'm kind of scared. And I think I made a us. bad decision because I feel like I'm going to get some weird disease or fall off the railing or please something. Please don't stop listening to us. I mean, we're going to put episodes up. Take to the sea. All right. We'll be back what? tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Also coming up on today on the Fun Employment Radio Network today <laughs> at about 6.30, we'll be geeking the sedan. Geeking the sedan. Geeking the sedan. Edward just said this got sad. To get sad. To get sad. Not as sad as Susan, though. <laughs> Nobody's as sad That's, as Susan. There's a pick-me-up, because at least I'm not as bad off as Susan. Man. Wow. Rough go of it. <laughs> All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye.